Join me in welcoming Pamela and Lisa of Spirit Calling to the podcast today. Pamela and Lisa are connecting souls to change the world. They're on a mission to connect the 1% of the world's population who are ready to embrace their spiritual path and raise the vibration of the planet and all humanity. This turns out to be one of my most important interviews to date, and I can only describe it as transformational. I cannot wait to share this with you today. Hi, Pamela and Lisa. Welcome to the podcast. I am so thrilled to have you both here today. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for having us. Sure, of course. And I love that you have um, your logo and everything with Spirit Calling right in the background. It's a very kind of peaceful background for both of you. So um, this is something that's new for me, interviewing two of you, your partner together. We're going to talk about how um, you are working together. But first, I wanted to get maybe a brief backstory um, of what led you to doing the work that you're doing today from each of you. And I I wanted to start with Lisa, if that's okay. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, if we have this interesting, um, fun little exercise in our community called the spirits resume, and it's a really Mm. nice way to, um, sort of gather everything in your life to say, oh my God, I've actually been doing this my entire life. I just didn't know it. Mm -hmm. But the aha awakening moment for me was my injury. I, I had injured my Atlas and I know that you're curious about that. So yeah. we can go right into that. Since sure. It's that would be two great. Birds, one stone. Yeah. yeah. My Atlas injury. So I, you know, very quickly I was at breakfast with friends and, um, all of a sudden blacked out. I felt a squeeze on the back of my head. I blacked out. And when I came to, um, <laughs> I had no sight, no hearing, and oh I couldn't gosh. walk. So I couldn't really judge where I was. And over a nine month period, I continued to get worse. I wound up with palsy and um, uh, um, paralysis on my right hand Mm -hmm. side. And I went through a lot of PT and a lot of this and a lot of that throwing, I mean, everything at the wall, see what spaghetti sticks kind of scenario. Uh Yeah. And then it was in that um, darkest moment of, of a, okay, you know what? I think I am too much of a burden to my family, to myself. Um, and I asked, I, I never asked, I find this to be curious that I didn't ask to actually die. I asked Mm -hmm. to stop being a burden. Mm -hmm. I asked for my pain to stop because I was in excruciating pain and like, and zero control over absolutely anything. And in that moment, I wound up in a very deep state of meditation. I mean, I was, you know, I meditated every day, but this was like a totally different state of meditation where I, I heard the blood coursing through my veins Mm. and was like, that's a new sensation. What's that? Right. And then I heard a voice saying, you have all the answers you could ever possibly need right within you. All you need to do is ask. And I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, but the, Am I allowed to curse? I always ask. Sure, about. go ahead. <laughs> I thought I asked this time. <laughs> but I did. I asked my, I, I hope I didn't curse up to this point, but I asked myself, <laughs> well, if that's the case, what the fuck? Like what, what's going on <laughs> with me? And at that moment, my hands were moved to the base of my skull. And mm-hmm. I went, okay, I've been seeing a blockage at the base of my skull. I've been telling doctors that they've given me antipsychotics right? They sent me Mm -hmm. for CAT scans. Mm -hmm. Um, and I said, well, okay, if this is something at the base of my skull, just bring me somebody to help me. And they said, go on Facebook. Okay. So I go and I go on Facebook, go to this group. I go to a, a group in our town called buy nothing. And on there, somebody asked, um, it's the Easter season and I'm looking to help someone. Does anyone need help? And I heard ask for help. Hmm. And I, my hands, I put my hands up and I went, Oh no, 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 no. Like nobody knows what I'm going through. They don't know I'm collapsed on my family room floor. They don't right? They don't know any of this. Ask for help, ask for help. So I took a deep breath. My hands were shaking as I was typing. I need help. I literally said those words. And the woman said, great. Can I be there on Thursday? And I said, I, I said, yes. Or Wednesday. She said, great. Can I be there on Wednesday? And I said, yes. She showed up 
And she said, what do you need help with? And I said, well, I need to walk from my house to the neighbor's house and back. It could take 30 minutes because I can't walk and I'm trying to learn how to walk again. Yeah. And she said, okay, great. Let's put your coat on. It's cold out. It's actually snowing. When was the last time you saw snow? And I said, I can't remember. And she took me out and our houses really aren't that far apart. It could could take 30 seconds, right? We're walking from my front walk to the neighbor's driveway and back. And I stopped and I felt the snow on my face. And she said, do you mind my asking what happened? And I give her a quick rundown and she says, I know exactly who you should see. And I heard it again. I watched everything around me. It was like being in a movie. Everything slowed down. I saw individual snowflakes. And she said, I know exactly what's going on with you. I'm going to get you back in your home. And I'm going to write everything down because you won't remember what I'm about to tell you. And I said, okay. We go inside. She writes down this name and number. And she says, you know, um, use this call see if they have an opening. It's usually a two month waiting period. And I said, okay. And she left. And I said to my brother-in-law who was here helping, I said, I don't know. I've been to everybody. And he stopped everything and says, Lisa, when an angel comes and gives you an out, who are you to say no? And I was like, well, fuck a duck. (laughs) I was just going to say, I mean, if you're looking for angels on earth, it couldn't get more concrete than that. I think it could get more concrete, right? So I called, it was seven o'clock that night. I called, they had an opening. I went, that was a two month waiting period, right? I go, I go to this doctor and that's when everything sort of just rolled right into line. That was my big awakening. Oh Mm -hmm. my God, I have the answers within me. I need to listen to divine guidance. And that was like started this trajectory of listen, act, listen, act. That's amazing. What were you doing prior to this um, for work and and life? Oh yeah. So I was a swim coach and a gyrotonic instructor, the private business. Gyrotonic is, is a, um, it's a movement method mm-hmm. and it's meant for your spine. It keeps your spine very healthy. And from your spine, this central channel of your body, yeah. from your spine, everything else flows. The energy flows and the rest of your body um, falls into alignment to be healthier. So that's, that's gyrotonic. So I was a gyrotonic instructor with a private practice and a swim coach and all of that. And I was what? early forties mm-hmm. and my whole world came crashing down. And I had every doctor telling me and my husband, well, this is just the way that it's going to go. So you might want to look into getting you some in-home care. Um, you oh know, she's God. just going to continue to, to de- degenerate and there's no way that we can turn this around. Huh. And that's when my sister got pissed. She's a nurse. Yeah. And she was like, fuck that shit. I'm going to start asking around. I'm going to start finding you some help. This is bullshit. You don't go from being like fucking yeah. healthy as all this and then to, into a wheelchair. What is that? That's ridiculous. Right. That's when I found my fight. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how like it, sometimes it's it's like a little whisper and sometimes it's this life altering trauma that that causes this change, but now you have yes. this gift. So if we can kind of transition yeah. into the gift that you have now that started with the injury and that, that pulled you from right? it, um, if you can describe how that works for you, how do you, you said sure. you heard a voice. So I'm guessing that you probably hear spirit talk to you. So I, um, I made it my mission to never have anybody ever need a knockdown ever again in order to awaken. That's my mission. I would love it if everybody would hear the whisper Mm -hmm. and not have to get punched in the face or hit over the head with a frying pan, right? Mm -hmm. That's the goal of spirit calling. Yeah. Quite frankly, because in my private business, I get the people who are in knockdown, who are like, literally don't know where else to go. I have nowhere else. I've tried absolutely everything. I'm a broken person. Okay, come here. I'm going to get you to a point where you're empowered and you're independent again. Right. And then spirit calling is like, please, oh, just listen, just hear yeah. it. And, let's, and let's, let's go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Live the call. Just hear listen it and live the, the call. call. Hear the call. Listen to hear the call. it. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, so for me, I made it my mission to get as healthy as possible. And that started with my physical body. So, you know, if you live in the 3D, which is all physicality, you better clean up your shit, right? So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, so if my mission is to clean up my shit, I'm going to do that as well as I possibly can and um, as quickly as I possibly can. So I, I over the course of, I don't know what, five years maybe, um, did a deep dive into every modality I could possibly uh, welcome into my life. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, but you spend a lot of money and you have to do that. It's an investment in living a different life. Yeah. I, I, and frankly, I know that I spent thousands. Don't even care because look at me now. They thought yeah. I'd be in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? Right. And like on feeding tubes because I couldn't even hold anything. So I don't care, whatever. I invested in my own health. But through doing that, right, you clean up your shit, which means you deal with your trauma and you face it, you face your fear and you're like, okay, that's another fear and I'm going to face it. I'm going to take it down. And you start to switch over. There's a tipping point. I always call it like the other side of healing. It's like you're trudging up and up and up. You're clearing all of your trauma and getting through all the baggage of childhood, all of that all the pain, the past life pain, because that comes back to, mm -hmm. and then you get to this sweet spot of, oh my God, I can actually, instead of just like say, saying to myself, this was all in my best interest and you're rocking in a corner somewhere, <laughs> right? Yes. All of a sudden you wake up and you go, oh my God, like shit, it really was all for my best interest. Mm -hmm. And like in every shit thing that comes up is actually in my best interest. Mm -hmm. And to get that energy out of my body, so that my yeah. body feels better. So that my body is a clean channel. Heal the body, ease the mind, connect yeah. the spirit. I think so many people exactly. get like really stuck in that, in that phase. And I'm, I'm sure I'm the same, but you know, um, people will want to know how, how do you clear the energy from your yeah. body? So that's the human experience. The human experience is live through pain mm -hmm. because the easiest, the fastest, the quickest way we learn lessons is through pain. Right. So when the kids were small, I would say, don't touch the stove and they would, you know, ignore me and they would touch the stove. So I would put it on broil. And then they would go over and they would touch it. They'd say, ouch. And I'd say, yes, don't touch the stove. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to put your hand in a freezer and say, don't touch the stove. I'm not right. going to give you the opposite and tell you to learn a lesson. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. Our human brains don't work that way. So when I say you have to go through it, you have to feel your feelings. Everything is about your emotions. Your emotions are your connection to your spirit. It's your connection to the energy world because your emotions are the energy, period. Once you process the things that cause you pain, you clear out. It's like a cash that's sitting within you and you've got this long ass line. It's a cue of bullshit that you have to get through. It really is. You feel it at the base of your skull, it's pressure. Um, and then you start feeling it throughout your limbs. If you really tap into your body, it manifests every, it's all becomes a part of who you are. You're exactly. Yeah. And because we're human, it becomes part of the human body and the human experience. So you have to stop ignoring those, those emotions simply because you're afraid to look at them. Now, that may mean, yes, you go to a therapist. Yes, you go to a psychiatrist. If you want to go into the deep dive and take it from a different perspective of just energy, you go to someone like me. You go to someone like Pamela or the other energy workers that we know. And you find which modality works for you. There are so many modalities. There are There is um, craniosacral therapy does a nice mixture of physical plus energy. Get those bones back in alignment, freeze the energy, speak it somatic release period. You I do go, that every week right now. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's, it's like a godsend. It's seriously, yeah. is. it's amazing. So when you're in there and you've got, if you've got a really good craniosacral therapist, I do. She's who wonderful. Is, it, and is she, is, does she have like Reiki training or anything yeah, like that? Like 21 years worth. And she's a good she, friend. Amazing? I love going there and we go to yoga beforehand. It's yes. that's what we do. Yeah. It's that combination of physical plus energy makes beautiful release. 
Yeah, but Lisa, healing. Lisa, tell them though, like you yes, have, because you were supposed to do this work today. Like there's yeah. today in her life now, like when she didn't listen to the call before this whole experience, there were other knockdowns, like spirit yes. just her on her ass. Yeah. Spirit will knock you on your ass until you actually listen. Yes. And that happened several times until she listened, until yes. she was in a place of vulnerability to open her heart, to hear to hear yeah. something different than what had, had been told before, you know, over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So you got to that point That's I did. for people to know. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, and listen, like the whispers start as, Ooh, isn't that interesting? You know, yeah. like 15 years ago, mm, Reiki is really interesting. That's curious. Yeah. Why don't I go to a Reiki share? Mm -hmm. Oh, these crystals are really pretty. Maybe I'll buy one. Those are the whispers, right? The little yes. hints, the breadcrumbs that you pick up along the way. But if you don't listen to the bigger ones, which is more of the like, hey, shove, why don't you go do this? <laughs> that's that's yeah. the theme today. That's our theme today. I, it really is, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I've experienced that it one, myself for sure. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. it's real easy to talk yourself out of the shoves. It is. I don't know enough about Reiki. I can't possibly learn all about that. My sister's better than me. And, you know, all the things, all of the self-talk. Had I listened, I probably wouldn't have ended up on the floor in my family room, right? I wouldn't right, have ended up blacked out in a restaurant. If you don't yeah, listen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I always so, tell the story of having, um, when I was working at the university, I was in a faculty position, but also working in inner city schools through a grant yeah. base um, with the university in this district. And it was a very stressful job. I loved it, but I was also raising three kids and married to a police officer. So you can imagine, oh. and trying to yeah. be the perfect, perfect mom and always available. And I just felt the stress so intensely knowing I just don't want to do this. I hate this job. I don't hate working with the kids, but I don't want to work in this bureaucracy anymore. Um, but I felt I had no choice that this is what I have to do. This was my education. And one year, and Ooh, I- did you I hear never... your statement? This is what I have to do. This is what I have Whenever to do. Whenever you like say that, that you're I like, like, shit, that. I should have paused. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like that for a really long time. And for a whole year, my last full-time full year there, I started getting weird bladder pains that yes. sounded, they felt like a UTI. I'd never had UTIs. But it was like having for a whole year, like having a chronic UTI that every specialist I went to could not diagnose. There was no infection. I had kidney stones, but they weren't present then. They couldn't figure it out. I finally went to one doctor and he was like, listen, you know, you've been diagnosed with these weird things, but he's like, you know, that's all in the absence of stuff. And he's like, you've got, you've got symptoms. We're going to look inside your body right now. I'm going to show you on a scope. And it looked fine, but the pain was there. Uh -huh. And he said, you need to make some kind of a change. And he was really willing to kind of look at some holistic things with me. And I thought, you know what, I need to just follow. I had already started this small wellness business to de-stress and one day after kind of breaking down in the hairdressers, like I can't live like this anymore. I was standing outside on the sidewalk talking to my husband with foils in my hair. And because the university offered me a promotion because right That's when I was happened. ready to quit, they tried uh -huh. to, like a big promotion. Of course. And he said, you have to say no. And I needed, I needed to hear that, I think yes. at that time. And that's when everything shifted for me. And guess what? I was better. Yep. You were better for it. Your health was I better. I haven't had anything since. And that was like eight years ago. It's amazing. I'm happy to yeah. hear that. Congratulations on listening to your spirit. But I've heard so <laughs> many stories like that from women yeah, who yes. would lose their eyesight, lose, I mean, just crazy, crazy things that they then recover from. Yeah. So yours so. is interesting. So that was your pelvic floor speaking to you. So part, part of what I do is um, medical in intuitive. Oh, which okay. means that I can feel yeah. what's going through your entire body. So I just went back to that period of time in your life mm -hmm. and asked your body what was going on with it. And it said, this is pelvic floor weakness, right? Mm -hmm. um, pelvic floor weakness, that was really like a lot of people would assume that that would be root chakra. And more often than not, it is yours happened to be um, your crown chakra, actually. So you were at either opposite ends. You were feeling the symptoms of not connecting. Yeah ignoring, right? Okay. You also have pressure in your third eye. So during that period of time, I wouldn't be surprised if you had um, occipital problems, 
um, pain, like pain behind your ears and that temporal. I started developing migraines for the first time. And yes. it was only on the right side and right here. Yeah. And eyes, I was just going to say, so I wrote down here, you probably can't see it, but I, I did write down here that the energy was trying to shift into your right lobe. Hmm. So that was all that pressure in yeah. the migraine to like the right side of you, which is forward leading, um, yes. masculine energy, forward leading into the future. What decisions am I going to make? What, where am I going to go in my life was trying to open up and you were ignoring it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so that, that right there, like that's, that's, that's the work that I do. I can explain what's going on in, in your body. Um, and then I have, uh, a, a whole lot of access, um, to, to source energy. So from there I can draw healing. So if you had an ailment right now, I could draw from that and give it to you, um, act as a channel and a hose to allow it to move through to you, which there is something going on that I keep feeling. It's like left side of your mouth wrapped around your tongue, going all the way down the left side of your throat and into your stomach. Hmm. So there's some sort of digestive issue that's going on there. Not sure. <laughs> Tastes like, and it tastes like blood. So like maybe an iron deficiency or something. Anyway, probably. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, about what Pamela, like a half hour ago, a little old lady started coming through and was like, <laughs> we can come into that later, but she was, she was talking and, she, and I was like, oh, I wonder who this woman is. She's probably talking. But she just, now. like, she just showed up again and said, yeah, she's very iron deficient. She should. And, but it's I've always more been like, iron deficient like an, a medicine woman who came through as opposed to um, a family member, although she says she's a distant family member. So an energy shaman who, uh, an elderly woman who practiced shamanism many, 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 many generations ago, many, many, many generations ago. So what is that? Three, mm -hmm. three yeah. grandmothers ago. Oh, Okay, so three grandmothers ago, um, she practiced shamanism, and she is saying, "Put a put a penny in your mouth." Which I'm explaining to her, like that's not how we do it. <laughs> that is not that's not actually something we would do anymore because our pennies are not as clean as what yeah. they would have been using as pure copper. So the alternative is, put a penny in your shoe, wear a copper bracelet, put um, put some magnesium strips. Thank you. Put some magnesium strips along the left side. So you'll feel, you'll feel your throat, right? So you have the center of your throat, go to the left of it, right in that divot Bef between the tendons. There's a divot. Okay. okay. Yeah. A magnesium strip from the underneath your jaw. So right there in front of that lymph node, which is yeah. probably a little swollen um, and down what maybe about three, four inches, about four inches. Just a little magnesium strip. Okay. She's saying. Interesting. <laughs> if you can't find a strip, then you can get a magnesium cream. Put a straight line with your finger. Okay. I'm just writing this down. Sorry, so Pamela. That, <laughs> you know, no, when it comes great. in, if I ignore it, my head starts to go. No, oh, I love it. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And there's magnesium supplements too, like pills and stuff. Yeah. No, the, this is um, specific. It's got to go on the skin. Okay. Yeah. She's saying, it, and, and she is saying like, she understands, but no. Um, it needs to drip down. That's what she's mm. saying. It's like very specific to this area of your neck, help you open. Um, it's also to get, you know, it's trying to make its way underneath your jaw okay. is what it's trying to do. It's like trying to get under that hook up into the joint of your jaw. And um, she's saying, you know, you could take it internally and have it drip down into, or since we're not going to have you suck on a penny, you can put the strip in here so that it expands. Okay. Very interesting. That's I'll try it. Carrie, Carrie's going to do this as soon as we hang up. I am. I know. I, I hope you do. It. And I hope I you will. let me know. <laughs> I will. I will let you know. That's so funny. And I want to write down a question too that I have um, in a yeah. moment and it'll be for, for either one. Well, actually, since you're working with um, the medical side, uh, if I were to describe any ailments that I've or what I consider to be an ailment, it's chronic anxiety. I feel, I feel like I was born with it and it has manifested into panic attacks and just things that I've never been able to figure out in different ways throughout my life. And it can really feel debilitating. 
Um, I push through them and do things anyway. I've just started a new sales job, which I'm questioning myself about because it's very stressful, but I felt it coming up again. Um, so that's something that I, I would want to bring up um, because it, it just seems like it's something I can't get past. Okay. So anxiety, anxiety can be a couple of things. One, you can, you, you can do things to help um, soothe and calm right? Of course, there are all of the things, right? Mm -hmm. You can use an oil, you can use um, kumquat. Oh, I have a little kumquat tree. <laughs> okay, there you go. Porch. So kumquat, and that just, they're handing That's me so information weird. I now. bought that tree and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with these, but it looks cute and I'm going to buy it. Oh there God. you go. So the kumquat, the kumquat um, is, it, starts to um, give you a sensory soothing. So what I failed to mention earlier is um, all five of my senses. I'm I, Because of all the work that I've done, I'm really strong in all five of my senses. Mm. So I hear, taste, smell um, into it. It's all the things. And then they give me information. Um, your anxiety specifically. So I don't want anybody to ever think that when you suffer from anxiety, that it comes from nowhere. I don't mm -hmm. want you to also think that you can think your way out of it. You can't. Mm -hmm. It is neurological. Yep. It's programmed. It's the way your body responds. And that means your adrenals and your vagus nerve are maxed out. Yes. Now for you, that comes from however many years that you were in a job that you didn't want and being married to a police officer. Hmm. Okay. So all of his energy, you're really super sensitive, right? So I you're am absorbing very, all very of that. much. Mm -hmm. And if you sleep next to each other, guess what you're sleeping in? Anxiousness. Right? Like you could take a shower and go sleep outside. You're going to, you're, you're going to be dirty by the time you wake up. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that it is. It's like when you spray on bug spray on your clothes and you think I can go to bed. No, you can't. It's somehow you permeates and you can still smell it. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So instead of thinking I'm going to power through because what you're dealing with is a maxed out fight, flight, freeze response. Yes. You've, you've already maxed it out. So when you fill a cup all the way, do you think the solution is to keep pouring? I know. No. Right? That's ridiculous. No, what you have to do is either pour some out or drill a fucking hole in the bottom of your glass. Mm -hmm. Empty that shit out. If you can't stop the pouring in, well, then you can most certainly come from a different angle and start letting it leak out. Make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Okay. So for you, you have to clean up past life stuff. So all of this anxiety really all started from, and believe it or not, it's kind of funny. You kind of look like a can-can dancer. You were on a stage performing at some point and somebody made fun of you. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just said that. I'm going to tell you something right now. I have always in trying over all of these years to try to figure out where this comes from. The only moments throughout my life are the ones that I've had extreme anxiety and I felt like I was going to be made fun of. If I messed up in a sport, if I had to stand up and say the rosary during Catholic school, I still don't want to perform anything in front of anyone. I, yeah. that's what, that's exactly the route that I've been able to uncover. Yeah. So you were, it, it I mean, it looks very, very much like a can-can dancer. You know what I mean? So in a club, back, you know, I don't know what year that was. It feels like the 1600s, but very, very far back dancing. Um, and it was all the things food thrown at you, being called a whore, being called fat. Um, yeah. Then being made fun of for not being a whore. Like it was all the things, right. you know, being thrown yeah. at you at once and the mass confusion. That was the breaking point. So there were many opportunities, many previous lifetimes, many previous timelines too, like you go um, front to back and then side mm -hmm. to side. So it's not just this, not just this planetary experience, 
Mm -hmm. but also timeline, different planets, different um, atmospheres, different galaxies, those different experiences as well, where you have had to process. Okay. You, okay. And you have had to process um, this overwhelming embarrassment and shame. Yeah. Okay. But let's be very clear. It was all happening simultaneously. So you felt it. You felt the gravity of like a thousand different episodes at once. Mm -hmm. So this time on the stage dancing and things being hurled and, you know, beverages being tossed on you and all the things was just your breaking point where it was like everything spun out of control. So that's what I'm seeing. It's like when everything around you just started spinning and wouldn't stop. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, and no. Okay. So I was going to say, you can talk to Pamela while I do this, but no, they actually want me to explain what's going on. So what I'm going to do is go in and just like stop the globe. So I'm going to take my finger and just put it on the top of your head and stop it from spinning. And it feels very much like a gyroscope. And all of this swirling, like it makes me want to cry. So, so it's like this, like just pissed and ashamed and you know it's all those things all of those negative experiences it's like a goddamn snow globe that doesn't stop you know what i mean mm -hmm. there so now i'm going to turn it in the opposite direction so i don't want to just stop it because that'll that'll be a little bit too jarring mm -hmm. right so i want to soften soften the blow let it go in the opposite direction and then let it go back in the, and let it go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So if you have diffused oils, I would put kumquat like on your wrist when you have to go into work. Okay. Um, you might want to put it right side clavicle, like right above the clavicle bone right there. So we're hitting up the spots where these, the energy of this episode lives in your body. So Yep. Right over the clavicle, left wrist. Um, good thing we're recording. This gets specific. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I'm writing <laughs> it down anyway and thinking I order essential oils every day for my business. So I'll get some. Oh, good. So the back right calf at the lower end of your calf, not quite at the Achilles, just above it, where the calf comes into the Achilles. Boom. Right there. Hit that with little kumquat behind your left knee. So these are stability points too. Hello, of course you don't feel stable. Of course you feel out of control. And then you're gonna to wanna to put lemon, lemon on your solar plexus. Oh, duh, I could be in at hand, doesn't it? So silly. You can help out your digestion by putting lemon like in your water, drink that. Mm -hmm. You need a little bit of boost of um, acid. Yeah. Okay. In, for digestion. This is easy. Just, I'm, I'm just clearing the right occipital. So I'm just opening that up. Here's the other thing though. Like every time you, every time you hear the little voice, you got to follow through, follow through, follow through. It's going to help you process all of this backlog what you're feeling is the pressure of the backlog, not so much um, like that was your breaking point, but from that point on, so from 1600s until now, you've had this backlog of, of divine intervention that you've been ignoring. Hmm. So you have to pay attention to that. If you like milk, you can drink a, um, a glass of milk. They're saying she needs the calcium. You liked it in previous lives. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> it's like, it's like gross. It's like whole milk. You know what I mean? Like unpasteurized yeah. from a cow. She liked right. it in a past life. It get helped. <laughs> but it's calcium as opposed to vitamin D. You need calcium. That's oh. going to help with the absorption. That gives your bones strength. Okay. So that helps process all the energy throughout um, your bones. your nervous system through your bones. So, you know, we have nervous system that runs um, through our tissue, but we also have nervous system that runs through our bones. 
and you're not so much the fascia. Remember this, you're not so much the, the fascia as you are the bones, which is why you're drawn to craniosacral. You mm-hmm. might also, if you wanted to kick it up a notch, go to an osteopath just okay. because they've got a little bit more training and a little bit more skill. That is not a knock against your craniosacral therapist who is awesome, by the way. I mean, your body's really safe, really safe with that practitioner, really, mm-hmm. really safe. But there, um, you might have to see an osteopath just a couple of times. Okay. And that's just really to um, get into the nitty gritty of joint work. Joint work. <laughs> Carrie's like, damn, I am getting a lot of information. Careful what you wish for. Careful what you ask for. No, I'm so glad though. Cause you just kind of, I feel like a lifetime mystery has been solved for me. Good. It's like my biggest struggle. It's so and now I'm going to work on your cervical spine and I'm just that, that I'm going to realign for you while you talk to Pamela. Like now, Perfect. now I can, now okay. they gave me permission to yeah. shut up. <laughs> okay, okay, good. This is like, this is so good. I can't believe I have actually two of you to, to talk to today. I could do this all day. Huh. So Pamela, can you share your experience with us? Kind of the same way we started with Lisa, what led you to doing the work you're, you're doing today and really anything that's relevant you want to share. I kind of want to let this interview um, go where, where it wants to go. It's just a different experience. <laughs> yeah, it's actually amazing. And while you guys were talking about um, the medical stuff, I was hearing that this platform is your way to step into that space in a larger, in a larger role. So less mm-hmm. timid, more yes. aggressive, really yes. giving it what, what the energy that it deserves from you. So that'll be part of your healing process. Yeah. Which is really, really, really cool. I, I definitely I, believe that. Yeah, it is. And I can personally, um, um, understand what that's like, because I have a similar, similar past life experiences of being opera singer or performer and falling off of stage. Uh in this life, I've been pushing myself to do that since I was 16. So doing it more, doing it often, putting yourself in those situations, making yourself, forcing you to get out and do it is really, it's all healing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, good luck with that. It's really something I think it's important for you to hear. Yeah. Um, so Lisa and I, we have really similar stories, but they're different, but they're similar. So we lived in the same town. We didn't really even know each other. Isn't that oh, interesting? Wow. We lived in the same neighborhood. <laughs> we didn't even know each other. We oh were just about that. blocks away from each other. And um, our timing is, is very similar as well. In 2008 and 2012, my life fell apart in a different way, not with my health, but I lost everything. My husband lost his job. I had my own business and marketing was cut and we were faced with having to leave our home, my beloved home that you know I had titled my forever home, our retirement savings, everything that we thought we had was just taken from us. So we lost our friends, we lost all kinds of things. And through that experience, I had started waking up. I had started questioning um, death. I had started questioning religion. I had taken my kids out of um, organized religion that I had grown up in. And that was, you know, really a part of my human experience um, up until I had my own children. And I kept saying to myself, if God is love, then how will God sit before me and judge whether or not I should have eternal life or if I should burn in damnation, you know? And, and I thought, well, that's not love. And, and I just, because I couldn't believe in it, I couldn't really teach it to my children. So it just kind of like stopped doing everything <laughs> and, and wanted to create something different, I guess. Um, and then um, I left my marriage. It wasn't serving me. It was, it, what was happening was, and I think a lot of people in relationships experience this, as I was starting to listen to my spirit, to listen to the call, although I didn't know that's what it was called at that time, I was just really making decisions that resonated more um, easily with me. More, the contrast um, that would present itself in my life didn't feel right. So I'd start to break away from family events or I would start to maybe not put energy into relationships or, and then, um, the really excruciating part was understanding that you were not in resonance with the person you said you were going to commit your life to. And I, I tried to make it work for many, many years. And then finally I chose love. I chose love for myself. I chose love for an opportunity for the life that I could create for myself and my children. And um, the more times I stepped into love, love rather than fear, love rather than fear, love rather than fear every time, new opportunities showed up in my life, new, um, you know, enlightened experiences where my understanding 
shifted and my, we go like this, you know, we're walking around like this and then it slowly starts to open up and you have a different perspective of your life of, of, you know, beyond this physical world that we live in, all the, all the things. And um, it led me to really, um, the first thing that was a catalyst for it was I met, I, I, by, by divine synchronicity, you know, someone had a ticket to an event and somehow I had wanted to go, I didn't hear about it, but then it was presented to me and I was included in something I had really kind of secretly wished to go to. And that night I went to the psychic medium gallery with this, this guy, Rich Branconi, who lives near us in our area. And my father had died. I watched him um, die of alcoholism. I watched him decide and choose alcohol instead of, you know, love um, for himself. And he, his addiction took over him. And when he left, I, I watched the spirit leave his body. And I just was like, what? where did he go? What is left? It was just, it was just, it was so upsetting to me. And I didn't understand. Like he was in front of me. Now, where did he go? So I went to the psychic medium gallery and um, the man was saying, oh, we're going to get started. I somehow wound up sitting right in front of him. And um, he goes, oh, we're going to get started. So I might come over to yes, somehow. Uh, yeah, I know. Exactly. I walked right and sat right down in front of him. <laughs> and, um, he comes over and he goes, okay, we're going to get started. I might come over to you and say, for instance, um, your dad died of a liver failure. And I was like, Pfft. and then he's like, or I might say, and he walked away and he goes, okay, your dad's here. I have to start with you. Now I was an artist and a musician um, growing up and um, my father really never, you know, was a part of any of my, my life really, and didn't really express love. And um, it was a very difficult childhood. And um, he said, she, he said to me, your father's here and he wants you to know how talented you are. And then he never told you how talented you are and that he loves you and that he's sorry for the way that he acted and he wants your forgiveness. I mean, it was like a defining moment from that moment on, there was no walking away. There was no turning my back. There was life after this physical body is not here serving us any longer. Then that just started me on this path of devouring anything and everything. Who's Jesus? Where did he go? Like, who's this, you know, all of these paths to understanding. And um, in 2019, um, I just knew I was supposed to do ayahuasca. I knew the place I was supposed to go and do it. I knew I was going to go there. I didn't know how, little old me, going to go to another country by myself and do this class one hallucinogenic and but I knew it, my psychic abilities had started. And through just divine alignment, this opportunity got put before me to join this small group of high conscious people to go to the place that I knew I was supposed to go to, to do this thing I was supposed to do. And when I went there, um, I had an amazing experience. It was really difficult. I had to face fear. I was held, I was loved. It was an amazing environment. And um, by the end of that four day journey, I had released a lot, a lot, a lot of soul shadow work. I had touched on past lives. I had done a lot of healing. Um, at the end, we did a breath class and this light came through the front of my head, cracked open, like, I don't know what it did, but I felt it and heard cracks. And um, I heard everything has changed from this day forward. Your psychic abilities have been enhanced. Now, what I forgot to tell you was right after my dad died, I was in bed one night and I was in that REM state where your eyes are closed, your brain is sort of shut off, but you're conscious. And I had the light come through my third eye and fill my body up with love frequency. And, and it was the most amazing experience. It happened again at that moment. So in 2020, I had this new way of being, a heightened psychic ability. And um, I started every morning when everyone was, you know, tuning into the news to see what the st statistics were on COVID and, you know, they were all in that dialogue and, and in fear. I just kind of hunkered down in my house by myself. And every morning I started going into meditation and suddenly I started doing more of the shadow work I was doing with the ayahuasca and I was releasing more past life trauma. I was elevating and my frequency kept going up and up and up until one day this light language frequency came through my body and I started through every day I would do it more and more and then suddenly I started channeling these beings and I started understanding these different dimensions and these different frequencies and having these incredible experiences with angelics and with Jesus and with 
raw and with you know all of it to understand the contrast and the difference of how they all feel. And um, I also was scared because I was by myself. I didn't really know it was happening, but I knew I was supposed to be doing it. So I talked to someone and they said, said I have this incredible pressure on the back of my head. This pressure, like something wants to break, something something wants to come in. And my friend said, you need to go see my friend, Lisa. And I said, Lisa, I think I know of Lisa. I met her one day um, at a kid's event, sporting event. And I went and Lisa met me in her studio and she said, well, that's your Atlas. And then she explained what happened to her. And she helped me navigate through that whole experience. And we kind of went on our way. And I went and I kept doing the work and I kept elevating um, my psychic abilities and my channeling. And then in 2020, um, in that year, I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard spirit. spirit. And I got up and I wrote it down. And then I started hearing, you are to build a portal for humankind. Like I don't use the word portal. I was like, what, what is this portal? You are to build a portal for humankind, not just some people, for all of humankind to help them navigate through their spiritual awakening. There's going to be something that breaks the glass ceiling, this bubble that we all live in, that's going to just rock everyone's perspective, switch it so that they actually don't understand what's before them. They don't understand their ways of being, the civilization that we have been like embedded into, it's all gonna change. Hmm. humankind is going to need a safe place to land a safe place to be able to talk and feel supported and communicate and um and then several months later i woke up in the middle of the night and i saw this little icon flying down and landing on a on an iphone and i got up and i sketched it and it was this logo that's right here these Uh wings and then i kept hearing every day you are to build the portal it's time to build the portal you have to build the portal and i i i was like I just launched a business. I How am I supposed to fit all this in? And then one day, it was so great. It, one day I said, fine, just send me the people, send me the money, send me the things, and I will, I will be the humble servant, and I will do. And then Lisa calls me. <laughs> I mean, really, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And she's like, Pamela, it's time for us to work together. I've always known we're going to work on a project, but it wasn't time yet. It's time now. And she had um, her gyrotonic studio. And she was looking for a new brand, for a new website. I'm a marketer. marketer. I have a business doing that. And we worked in a way I had never worked before. I always, I'm a psychic creative intuitive. So I always dive into my clients, like the potential of what is, of what they can create. And I see it. But with she and I, it was like our guides were talking. There was like a whole different group helping us, which we, we know who they are now. It's a great council of light. But they... We're connecting us. She would see things and I had seen the same exact thing. And we created this beautiful, beautiful website for her. And then one what day- What was the thing that I said to you? She was like, she would say, <laughs> I see light. I see balls of light. And I'm like, I just talked to someone about creating balls of light in your hands. Like we were, we were on the same page, which is everything with us was always on the same page. And um, she said to me one day after a team call, Everyone left the meeting and she said, can you hang on? And I said, yes. And she goes, Pamela, we're supposed to work on a different project together. I received a download last night that we're supposed to create a portal, a portal for humankind as, as they navigate through their awakening journey. And I just literally, I was just crying, bawling. I was like, I know what it's called. It's called spirit calling. And that was the beginning of it. We've just been creating this portal and people have been coming to us and divine interactions and alignments have been happening and um it's really you know been a a quick elevation and magnificent to witness the connection that we have with our guides unbelievable carrie it's Mm. like nothing it's like nothing we've ever experienced before and then they're they're actually just recently stepped aside and introduced all these new guides and it's like we're in all we're in all you know the 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 lifetimes of step, stepping up on the stage. That's you too, Carrie. The lifetimes of stepping up on that stage. It was all a training ground for what we are to do now. Mm-hmm. I feel like crying because it's true. It's like I'm almost being told to say that. Yeah. 
know, and it's a job now for us to step into this space 100% completely with everything that we have within us because there's a huge shift that's happening for humankind and we are the light workers. Lisa, Lisa and I talk about the circular economy where we're all supporting each other. We're supporting you, you're supporting us and everyone that we meet, we're inviting them to join our community. Everyone that listens to you, we invite you to join the community and vice versa because it's important for this vibration to be as strong as possible to support the shift that's coming. Mm -hmm. Everyone to know that we're all here for each other. Mm -hmm. This is a good time to ask you to talk about the community, which is where I wanted to go next. So can you talk about spirit calling and what that would look like if someone joined the community? Sure, Lisa, go ahead. I, I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm busy. I'm working. I'm readjusting, um, or frenum. Go ahead. Frenum, that's the, that's the, uh, the skin underneath her tongue. So it's hard to talk when I'm working on it. No, it was really good to hear that though. Thank you for the check-in. I just want to hear what (laughs) I released a valve valve over here (laughs) a little while ago. And now I was like in the hyoid and her frenum working on that uh, soft under palate. Makes it hard for me to talk. So you have to take it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take it. And I'm really glad that you were able to explain that you were doing that so that the people that are watching this podcast can see that you're, that you're working while, and it's, it's something that can happen. You know, people talk about remote um, Reiki or remote view, like anything. It's actually, it's a big thing. Um, Spirit calling is a a monthly membership uh, community where we offer offer a community of people that are like-minded, that are going through you know, their spiritual awakening, just like you are, a vetted group of healers and practitioners who are there. They are there posting in the community. They are there answering questions for everyone. They are there, they have a page for them, their contact information. You're able to, if there was some something that you heard about, you can ask a question to learn about it. You can go and have a session with them. Um, and then we have education. So we have um, a curated book of re- uh, um, page of resources of videos, things that like Lisa and I have experienced in our past that we think would be good for people if they're like, they want to know about something that helped me along my journey, books that we've read, books that people in our community have written, videos. Um, every month we have something called Live the Call. It's a community Zoom call where we put a practitioner in front of our community and they talk about their spiritual uh, awakening and how it led to the work that they're doing today. And they talk about their modality. A lot of people don't understand what cranial sacral therapy is, or they don't really understand Reiki because they saw it on YouTube or they saw it on Instagram and uh, they don't know what crystals really do or things like that. Um, that's once a month. And then we have, um, you know, different, YouTube. Our founding awakeners. Founding awakeners, right? Our founding mm-hmm. awakeners. The power hour. That's an amazing, amazing hour where our community members come and we kind of, you know, well, we we just worked on our spirits resume. It was an interesting, interesting exercise where we discussed what it was. And then everyone, it was a two-part, two-month, one, 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 we talked about how to do it and we guided everyone. And then the second month, we kind of went through everyone's spiritual resume. It was even interesting for me. Because I saw something that I had never thought about before. That was really, really, really a part of my spiritual journey. And so we're, we're really trying to cultivate and help this community understand what spirituality is, understand what spirit is, how to listen to spirit, understand that they are loved, that they are held, and they have a place to be. They have a place to be. We are launching our new website in a couple of weeks on March 1st. It's going to be new and improved and amazing. Great. Yeah, we're really, really excited. So um, it's www.spirit-calling.com. And then we're also on YouTube. And we are on Instagram and Facebook. And I know you're going to post that information. Yep. So I'm going to put easy. all of that. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you told me now, because that's always the last thing I ask. And now yeah. I, we, we have that. And I can put that in the, in the notes um, on YouTube and on the podcast. Yeah. And in the community, like for instance, um, you know, there's people from all over the world, from all over the world. It's amazing. Um, just this week, there was someone who was a, a chef on a yacht in Australia, you know, posting, <laughs> posting on, on the community and then like, you know, supporting somebody who just showed up and, you know, had fear about something. And it is just a strong knit space of love and support. Um, and then, you know, like every now and then, um, Lisa has been channeling messages and I've been receiving a lot of messages um, from the Great Council of Light 
telling me to teach about frequency, about all the visions that I've had and interactions I've had with ETs. Um, there's a great event coming. They want everyone to be prepared for. We, you know, are going to be doing a lot of that communication as things kind of change as the year goes, the years go by and, and different things are happening. Um, I was called to offer free readings for people. So, you know, everyone wants to hear them, but we are all to be in service. We really are all to be in service and we made the monthly fee really low so that everyone can access it. It's two and a half coffees at Starbucks, man. You know, get your spirit fed, get your spirit fed, you know? So that's what we're trying to spread the word. And we'd appreciate everyone to tell everyone about anyone they know about spirit calling. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Real quick. Um, I was told to tell you, Carrie, <laughs> um, tell her she is to place the water behind the east corner of her house. It will move the energy from her living room into the proper location. Hmm. Is there anything interesting going on in your living room? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I always feel like I see things like <laughs> shadows and things. Um, mm -hmm. But that's the only, I don't know how to explain that. Okay. Curious. It's kind so of, that gives me a little, like a little shiver, but that's it. It doesn't feel bad in any way. Mm -hmm. It just feels like it's um, an energy that's not quite sure how to get out of your house and doesn't, you know, necessarily want to be in there anymore. That okay. does not mean that it's like a ghost or a polarized or anything. Yeah. This is, we're yeah, talking yeah. about um, universal energy that is like, yeah. I need to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, I can't. So um, could she put some water behind the east corner of her house? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's really powerful because I had, um, I had all these aliens and beings coming to my bed at night when I was awakening, when I was going through that 2020 thing. And Lisa, after I met Lisa, she's like, let me do Reiki on your house. She's like, you have a portal in your bedroom. I'm like, how, how did you even know? I, I haven't had those kinds of experiences since then. So it's like, you know, really do it, Carrie. Mm, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Put the water on the east side of your house. I will. I will. It's not scary though. It's not scary. It's just no, like, I don't it's not. Not. It's I not. I don't feel scary. Yeah. I don't. I no, I don't feel scary. Yeah. No, I think that's I great. Got a much better night's No, it feels more like the earth would like to, or your house would like to align with the earth better. Okay. And so I spend a lot of time in my you. house, so that's really important. I, to me. Yeah, just I work say, yeah your house would like to be able to support you better. Okay. That's nice. I like that. Nice yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Um, this is something I like to, to ask everyone that I interview. Um, so it's just kind of a two-pronged question. Throughout your journey, what would you say has been your greatest challenge? And on the flip side, your greatest joy. So I'll start with Lisa on this one and then move to Pamela. My greatest challenge, um, probably, I would probably say having to release the guilt that I carried, um, you know, I was, I was a stay at home mom to two kids and loving husband. So like, that was my role, right? My role was to be a wife and a mother. I gave up a great career to do that. Right. So when it came to, um, starting to put myself first, which was when I discovered gyrotonic, it was that foray into um, starting to choose me over anything else, which we're trained and we're programmed to look at things in contrast. So if I choose myself, then I mustn't love my family, mm -hmm. right? It's that if then scenario and it's not true. So that was probably the hardest thing for me to get through that guilt. And I credit my husband I credit my husband who said, um, why, why you, you give yourself to us 1000%. So if you're given five hours in a day, why, why, why wouldn't you do something for yourself? Go do something for yourself. And um, what, what is something you've always wanted to do? And that was really the catalyst to me going, what the, f there's a different way of doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the hardest, which is also the best. <laughs> That's the best thing that I ever did for myself was to process that guilt and fear. Because let's mm -hmm. be really clear, behind guilt is just really fear of stepping forward. 
And that was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself because from that place um, of strength and vulnerability and humility and grace given to me as a gift for my husband, I was able to take that forward when I'm collapsed on the floor, tap into that same amount of humility and grace and say, give me answers. Yeah. Right. I just, I just yeah. love her. I just love her so much. <laughs> you. She's so amazing. Who? You. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pamela, let's see. What is your response to that? Your greatest challenge and greatest joy. I love how Lisa's work together. Yeah. Well, it's probably going to be similar because my greatest challenge is I'm super, super hard on myself. And um, it's, it's basically self-confidence. Now, anyone who meets me is, let's say you light up the room. I mean, you perform in front of a thousands of people, like, or a thousand people, like you are so outgoing. I am, but I, like you, I have this fear of like, I'm going to mess up. I don't understand why. When it was, when I was on stage, it was this, am I going to forget the lyrics? I'm going to forget the lyrics. I'm going to forget the lyrics. I'm going to forget the lyrics. And yeah. I was so terrified. I would only choose. I mean, I was trained classically in like rigid, rigid, rigid classical pian pian piano, piano. And I'd have to like, I would, I could do that, but like getting up in, on a stage and the lyrics, that was, I pacified myself for years with having the state, the, the stand with the lyrics on it. And then I pushed myself into starting with smaller songs, more repetitive word plays, you know, all those things. And through, believe it or not, um, through a David Bowie tribute band where I got to dress up in costumes and do fun songs. And it was like, it was like a, a, a bunch of people, like when I was in art school, like I felt like I was with my people. They really kind of loved me and nurtured me and gave me the space to explore my creativity and myself they allowed me to try things that I thought I wanted to, to see on stage. And, you know, that was me healing. And I just retired from that band like three, four months ago, because I know that that was the training ground for me to now be even more publicly facing in a whole different space for me to be channeling angelic beings and putting myself on YouTube. I know that I'm going to do, um, I have, I sing, I play piano and guitar. I know that I'm supposed to be singing and doing all of that again, but in this space, don't, yeah. don't know how and when and where and what it looks like, but I know that she's already fun. done a very beautiful healing for our community. Um, I had channeled through um, a wealth activation and it was codes and it's in light language, which is the sound. Mm -hmm. And I, I gave it to Pamela and Holy God, the voice that she sung it in, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. That's another thing. Like we for completely forgot about that. Um, every month, <laughs> every stupid, um, <laughs> every every month, our community gets sound healings. They are they yeah. are meant to help you heal. Yeah. They are channeled meditations, or this was an activation, which is certain coded sounds that speak directly to your cellular tissue. They're paired with vibrational music that open your cells. It's scientific, like it's proven, opens your cells to release the negative energy and welcome in a new frequency. They're the best. They're the best. But yeah. Pamela just sang one for our community. I mean, talk about, she's yeah. ridiculous. She's ridiculously talented. And I would like to do that more in the future. I'd love to have, you know. Great. You just <laughs> put it out there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Script. So there's that. And um, I think my greatest joy is to be able to support humankind. I, I mean, we work endlessly, tirelessly. Like mm -hmm. we work, we, we both have full-time gigs. I run a very successful marketing firm. I have two kids, a relationship. We have the whole, we all, every one of us has that whole package, but this is yeah. us. This is our lives, our lives, our lives, greatest work. And Man, I'm stepping up. I want to. I want to do it for my soul. I want to do it for humankind. I want to do it. Like this is this is when we're supposed to do it. Yeah. This lifetime. So that's it's exciting. Would, it's exciting. Yeah, I think that's my greatest, my greatest, greatest. The thing that makes me so happy. Well, I hate to wrap up this interview because I could just talk to you guys. This is probably the longest I've done. <laughs>
and I just kind of let it go where wherever it wanted to go, which was yeah. really cool too. So I think yeah. this was um, definitely a very healing experience for me. So thank you for that. Um, and just, you know, thank you for talking to my audience and I'm hoping they get into your community and experience some things for themselves too. So I don't need to ask you where to find you online. If you actually, why don't you just repeat it one more time for someone who's listening, but I will post it, of course. Sure. So um, Spirit Calling can be found at spirit-calling.com. And you can join the membership right there on the join membership page. If uh, you are called to work with me personally, you can go to lisagroche.com. Okay, great. Well, thank you for thank being you. here and for talking to me and, and sharing with my community. And hopefully that helps to join our communities as well, because I know those who listen to me would be um, potential members of your community too. Yeah, excellent. Um, we welcome them. We welcome you too. Yeah. We'd yeah. love for you that. to, um, yeah, if you feel called to join the community I will and be checking then it out. Yeah. we, we will, we would love to put you in our, um, in our list of healers and practitioners. That would be amazing. Well, thank you so much. And I hope that we're able to connect again soon. Thanks, Excellent. Karen. Thank you.